Tigglesworth. My name is RJL Tigglesworth, and I'm at your service. If you want to contact us, info at freedomwithintherapy.com, Twitter at vet underscore therapist, and Facebook at Freedom Within LLC. Mike and I are so glad you joined us today for this episode of Talking with Tigglesworth. You have a good day now, yo. Hey, good morning to you out there. This is Mike coming back for a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, nope. This is number eight, podcast number eight coming at you. And it is going to be hopefully another good one. So today is uh, Friday. We're recording this October 2nd. Didn't do one last week because we had lots of stuff going on in our lives. And sometimes we're not going to get one every week. We just uh, have to wait and see what the um, topics bring in. But I tell you what, this week is going to be a a good topic because VA is back in the news. Well, they're back in the news in my life. I had a VA appointment yesterday, and that was uh, that was uh, something else. I tell you what, the VA just seems to think that um, that they can kind of just do whatever they want, and and we'll be okay with it. So, but how was your day? How was your week? Ask yourself these questions. What did you do for self care? Same question we ask every single week. What did you do for self care? And are you really doing anything at all? So for me, I went fishing again, caught a few things, and prepared for baseball so this weekend we have some tournaments coming up that we're going to be going to and we're going to uh to enjoy the weekend the weather is starting to turn here in louisiana everything's looking good we are in the cool 75 70 degree range which is that's as fall as you're going to get here in louisiana i mean it's it might go down to, to the 60s and the 50s but it's not too often it gets very very cold so got that going on we got the uh fall going we got some lsu football going on tomorrow we got lots of things happening here in louisiana so fishing getting on the exercise bike i've been out of commission for that a little bit i hurt my toe it's amazing that little toe it was actually my big toe the big toe you hit it i tore the nail bullet off of it and uh, the nail bed popped up and I had to take care of it and get it off. My toe was out for about a week. I, I was wearing slippers everywhere I was going. Slippers with a sock over it so it wouldn't uh, get all messed up. I'm finally back in shoes today and actually somebody in the office noticed it today because I'm in the office today. I'm not recording from my house. Somebody noticed it. They said, you got shoes on today. And I was like, yeah, my toe feels a lot better. I got my shoes on. What have you been doing? Right? It's been a week since we've put a message out. I was going to say since we talked, but y'all never talk back. And I haven't got many emails lately. So the only way I know people are downloading this thing is when I look at the Bud, the Budsprout uh, page, it says people are downloading it. But I tell you what, I sure have been getting a lot of compliments on Tigglesworth mask. I've been wearing the gator neck when I go somewhere. People have been asking me, where can I get that gator neck? Where can I get that mask from? And I tell them, you go to teespring.com, T-E-E spring.com, and you search Colonel C-O-L Tigglesworth, and it's going to bring you to the shop. And you can get all kinds of stuff in there. So if you want to freak somebody out because having a face on the gator neck staring back at them, it does freak some people out. It's been great. People have been noticing it. So today's topic, right, is healthcare, but treating your patients with respect, right? Treat them with respect. And not everyone is being treated with respect when it comes down to the to the VA, to their experience. So let me tell you about my experience yesterday. So I had to go there and I had to go get three procedures done. And two of them, I already knew what they were. I already knew I had to go there and I had to get a CAT scan and I had to get an ultrasound. Guess what? I'm not pregnant. But... I had to get an ultrasound, nonetheless. The third one was kind of a kind of a misnomer to me. I was just told to go to 
pain management clinic. So I show up at pain management clinic. They get on me about not having a driver, which why do I need a driver when I'm just coming for a consult, right? Oh, no. <laughs> a consult? You mean you have the right to say that you do or don't want something in the military healthcare system? Yeah, get out of here, right? So they just expected me to be ready for an epidural or other procedures that required me to have a, a driver to go home. And I started questioning. I said, hey, what? why do I need a driver? This is supposed to be a consult. We're supposed to be talking about what we're going to do, developing a treatment plan. We're supposed to assess, right? How can you have a treatment plan together if you've never met me, if you've never assessed me? Oh, by the way, did you look at my MRIs? No? Well, how about you do that first, right? So they get upset with me and they, they start, which is funny to me as a therapist, they start assessing me for safety. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Assessing me for safety. Asking me, do I feel well? Asking me, am I depressed? Asking me, are you angry? Are you troubled, right? How do you feel on a scale of one to 10? I looked at them and I said, assessing me for safety, right? I'm simply asking you, what? What are you trying to do to me? And you're acting like... I'm committing a crime. You're acting like I'm trying to be evasive. You're acting like I'm I'm just I'm just out of my mind for wanting to know your plan and not just climbing on the damn bed and raising up my shirt and letting you poke me with the fucking needle. So read the room, right? So finally, after I go through everything, they finally say, "Hey, well, we're thinking about doing this." I was like, "Well, can we have a conversation? Like, what are the risks? What are the pros? What are the cons?" It's almost as if it's a foreign concept to the VA that they, that they don't want to explain. They don't want to do. A consult, or they don't want to take you and say, hey, these are the risks. Aren't you supposed to sign that? Aren't you supposed to sign a document that says informed consent? I mean, as a therapist, everything I do, I have to have informed consent. Let them know this is the dangers. This is the troubles. This is the this is the um, the protocol, but not the VA. So I want to know about your experience. Have you had any experience like that at the VA where you go there and they're just trying to do stuff to you, poke you with needles, take tests, do whatever, without even telling you ahead of time? I get there. I knew I was going to have a CT scan. I knew I was going to have an ultrasound, but I, I just didn't know what this consult was about. And when I ask questions, they act like it's 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 not my right to ask questions. As a therapist, this is con- this is concerning because it makes me wonder, how are the VA doing therapy? If the VA is doing this in the medical side where they're running tests on you without you being told what these tests are doing or they're they're trying to poke and prod you without without telling you what this exactly is going to do to you um, or what, it's a, what are the risks to these pokes and prods, then are they doing this in the mental health side too? Or are they just, for example, going through the EMD, EMDR protocol without explaining to you what it is and, and the dangers? Or are they taking you through a trauma narrative without explaining to you the risk? And without explaining to you the benefits and explaining to you how processing can continue after the session ends, are they doing family counseling without getting a history of you and asking you about abuse in the family as a kid or, or alcohol use as a family as a kid and things like that? It, it just concerns me. And, and when I talk to some patients about their experiences in, in the VA, this seems like it's a common occurrence that, that we're not going to explain things to you, that we're just going to tell you what it is we plan on doing and doing it and it's just it's just concerning to me you got to look at your your veteran reps out there at the va and talk to them if this is happening to you if if and also if they're not professional about it right so i'm sitting there getting the damn ultrasound i'm laying in the bed got my shirt up right i'm not embarrassed i don't give a shit i'll take my clothes off in front of anybody i don't care laying in the bed the lady's doing the ultrasound to me and somebody just walks on in the damn room and starts asking her questions about where she put a folder at now 
I get it. If you uh, if you have a question about patient safety, or if you have a question about, hey, we need we need to know this right now because this is an urgent matter. Yeah, knock on the door and come on in. But if you're gonna ask her where she put a folder at, if you're gonna ask her, you know, any kind of administrator question, can't that wait? To the the ten minutes or twenty minutes that the appointment's going to be over with, I, I don't I don't understand I don't understand the uh, the urgency here of of barging a patient's room when they're getting a procedure done and asking mundane questions like that. So are that is that stuff happening to you too? And if it is, email me at info at freedomwithintherapy.com or Twitter at vet underscore therapist or go to Facebook and go to Freedom Within Therapy and then it'll pop up if you press an at Freedom Within Therapy. It'll pop up on Facebook and just message me. Let me know. Let me know what's going on there with you. So just be nice, right? Like that's 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 what I want you to do. I want the VA staff to just be nice because when I walked in there and I told them, hey, I'm here for my appointment. The first thing they said was, where's your driver? I said, well, I don't have a driver, right? This is a consult. The lady picks up the phone, the, the administrative lady, she picks up the phone and she calls in the back and she says, he don't have no driver, right? Like right in front of me, like, uh, like I'm doing something wrong. And then the lady comes out to get me and she says, where's your driver? And I said, well, I just told y'all I didn't bring a driver. Oh, you ain't got no driver? And, and, and it's not like, they're not even trying to, trying to be nice. And then every step along the way, where's your driver? Well, you need a driver for these procedures. Why do I need a driver for these procedures when I don't know what procedures you're going to give me? Because we never talked about getting a procedure in the begin with. We just talked about having a consult to talk about the options for procedures. Oh, by the way, I can say yes or no if I don't want this procedure or not. But you're going to chastise a veteran in, and not even doing it in, in private, doing it in front of the lobby. Like as soon as you walk up to him, where's your, where's your driver at? It's ridiculous. And something's got to change. But it's hard to change people's, um, it's hard to change people's, people's attitudes, right? They, there's a, there's a long line of, they can get away with whatever the shit they want to get away with at the VA and no one's going to stop them because it takes a, it takes a, a freaking act of Congress to get rid of people. And hopefully that can change in the, in the future. I don't think that's going to change. So what do we do? I mean, we have to demand better, right? We have to demand better. We have to say that they're there for us. We're not there for them. We don't go to the VA to give people jobs, right? And and what I'm noticing more and more and more and more and more is that the people that are having jobs at the VA aren't necessarily veterans. And so they're not they're not having the same compassion that they once did. When, when I first started going to the VA, it seemed like almost everyone I dealt with was a veteran. And now here, I would I would be willing to bet that 45%, 50%, maybe more are not veterans. And maybe they don't even have veteran cultural understanding. They're just there because it's the job. And frankly, they're not doing it. They're not doing it very well in my book. From the, from the, the administrative staff, some of the clinical staff even, but the administrative staff especially because I'm still getting phone calls every week asking for documents. Remember I said this in a few podcasts ago, I, I fax documents and they tell me, oh, it's going in somebody else's file. You got to resend them. What well, happened again this week? I got a request for documents. I said, I've already sent them out. And the last time I sent them out, y'all said, y'all put them in someone else's file. And you know what she told me? She said, first of all, she sighed. She said, <sighs> and after she sighed, she said, I'm going to have to send another email out telling people to read each document and to put it in the right file because this has been a big challenge for us that people just stick it in the first file. So it's not only telling me that I knew this was a problem a long time ago. They knew this was a problem a long time ago. They've sent out emails for this problem time and time again, and yet they're still not making changes. They're still not looking at whoever's responsible for putting files and in, in, uh, papers and files, and they're not holding them to a standard, which tells me that the training's not working or 
the the direction is not working, the supervision is not working, or something's not working. And what it comes down to is there, there's no accountability. Because the first time, if you worked for me in an admin section, the first time you put the wrong file on the wrong chart, it'd be a conversation. Hey, this is a this is can be a violation. We need to make sure we can do this right. The second time would be we've already talked about this. So either you're you're not paying attention, you're too busy, or something. And the third time would be sayonara. We will we will find someone else to, to fill your role because you are not uh, putting patient privacy and patient care ahead of anything else. So that's me on my rant. And I, I, I truly hope that I'm the only one experiencing this at the VA, but I know I'm not. I, I know I'm not. And so I want to hear about your stories. I want to hear your experiences. And like I said, um, info at freedomwithintherapy.com at vet underscore therapists or go to freedom within llc and talk to me about that because the va has got to change for the veterans so what else can we talk about today so one of the things that i wanted to cover was being nice right i I mentioned that going into the va sometimes it's a challenge going into the va you, you talk to these to the administrative staff and it's like i stole their lunch it's like it's like they i'm they're there to i'm taking up their time Right. If if they could just sit there and be quiet behind the desk and not or, or not even be quiet, they're jabbing about they're jabbing about their day all the time. They're going there. It's so it's so unprofessional in the VA that I go to a lot of times. They're talking about their their lunch and they're talking about their their kids and everything else in the middle of the lobby. Not even like in a in a room that I pass by. I could see if they were in their own little office and I passed by and I heard their conversation. Yeah, that's just me overhearing stuff. But they're in the lobby talking about this and that and and this person and that person not signing this document and this person and that person not doing not doing the right thing and it, it's crazy so be nice just be nice to people just pay attention do your job and so some of the things that i've learned and i wanted to talk about is is the positive emotion and the interaction that that we have with others in our lives and they could make it so much better for vets just to come into the va if they were nice, right? And it all starts from the moment you walk in the doors. In the moment you walk in the doors right now at the VA. And I get it. They got to do it for COVID. But they have the they have the, the temperature. They're asking you a list of questions. They're, they're telling you you can't have anybody there with you, which is confusing enough. Because they tell you you can't have anybody there with you. They have signs everywhere that says they, you can't have anyone there with you. But yet when they ask you to have a driver, <laughs> you're supposed to just know that it's okay to have a driver. Uh, but when you walk in with your driver, they're questioning your driver about why they're there. Because not mine. I didn't have one yesterday, as I said. But I saw them question other people that said, hey, I need to have this driver. And sometimes they make the driver wait in the parking lot. So the driver's waiting in the parking lot for two hours and then got to get called up to come get them. So first of all, it starts with the, the very first experience from it. And and I've heard from a few other civilian doctors who, who went through the VA. Well, I didn't hear from them directly. I heard a story through them, through their experience that uh, they went to the VA and they were not very impressed with the, with the with the services that they provide to the veterans just from a just from a, a physician's perspective coming into the VA as a guest. So being nice, if we start from there, if you greet the person, you greet the veteran, and you say, you know, how's your day going? I know this is tough. I know we have to do these procedures, but we're gonna make it the best we can make it. Because starting off, what people do is they allow their emotions to overcome their logic and thought. And so as soon as they walk in the door. If they're bombarded with these negative, negative feelings and these negative experiences, then it's going to put them in the mindset 
where they're already upset. And then you're going to start questioning them. Well, why are you so upset? Are you stressed out? Are you this or that? And then next thing you know, they want to give the veteran a safety assessment because they're asking questions about what it is that's going to happen to me today at this appointment. And if you don't know how the brain works, you know, think of some situations where it was a parent, right? It's a parent that that you're calm, you're walking in the door, and then someone just starts with their negativity. Of course, it's going to impact you. It's, it, you know, when the, when the hypothalamus is activated and the, the, the prefrontal cortex is in the client's brain or the person's brain and it's more active, the hypothalamus, that's the part of your brain where it's controlling your emotional responses, right? And the prefrontal cortex is, is it's implicated in a variety of complex behaviors and including planning and logic and thought and, and all that stuff and so when when those things are firing off and and you're you're having this negative interaction automatically in your brain right there you're like i'm at the fucking va i know this is going to be bad anxiety is up for the day and the both parts of your brain all they want to do is try to work out that process and that response in a logical way but when you already have other things going on it's so hard for that to happen and so if the va can just have positive emotional interactions with others because that's a choice right every individual person there at that VA can just choose to be nice to others they can choose to say kind words and not hurtful words they can choose to they can choose to um, smile and not stonewall you when you ask them a question and they stick out their hand and they don't say anything and then you're you're waiting for for them to say something to you and then all of a sudden they look at you and they say ID, please. <laughs> like, I'm supposed to know you sticking out your hand wants me to give you my damn ID, right? They all, they make choices on a daily basis and we make choices on a daily basis for positive and negative interactions. And if you think about your life, are you choosing to be kind to others or are you choosing to be negative towards others? And do I think that those people at the VA wake up and say, I'm going to be negative? No, I don't. I do think that the people at the VA many times know that they've had bad experiences probably from veterans who were worked up because you got to think they're going to the VA hospital. Maybe they're in pain. Maybe they're in emotional states. And I think that their attitudes have gotten jaded sometimes. And I think that when it's not corrected, when there's no recall, for those jaded activities or jaded negative thoughts. That's reinforced that these people are here and our job is to get them out of here and we don't necessarily have to be nice. They need to look at the relationships they have with other people. We need to look at our relationships we have with other people and if they feel supportive and if they don't feel supportive, then that's where we can say something. We can call people um, at the VA, the, the veteran experience representatives or whoever's in charge of the uh, the patient advocates and, and the staff there. Because if you, have a, if you have a happy and productive interaction and then you walk away with a positive feeling, a positive interaction, you're going to be more willing to, to accept a hiccup here, here and there um, at the VA or, or any place, but the VA, especially because that's what we're talking about today. But when you have an issue with, with, with people and, you, and your relationships and they seem to take a lot of work without happiness... And that's that's it's going to be a negative experience. And that's what the VA is. It takes a lot of work to do that. So the VA for me is like an hour drive. Right. I got to drive over the over the causeway, which is it's a, if you don't if you've never been to Louisiana, the causeway is a 24 mile bridge one way. So I got to drive over that bridge one way, then go down to the city, go into the city, get get the uh, get into the parking garage, go to the VA. So leaving my house from my house to 
most of the waiting rooms in the VA is at least at least an hour and a half time frame. By the time I get into the VA, go through the protocols, get upstairs, go wherever. So it takes a lot of time for me. So I have to take the day off basically because by the time I get down there, even if I have a nine o'clock appointment or eight thirty appointment, by the time I get there and get the appointment done and get back home, it's already eleven thirty, twelve o'clock, and by that time. I'll have to go back to the office. So I wouldn't even be able to see my first patient until one o'clock, which means I'm working from about one to four, one to five. So I'd rather just take the day off. But so I, I have to take the day off typically when I go to the VA. And and sometimes they give me an eight o'clock appointment and twelve thirty appointment or two thirty. So then I have to wait in there in that time frame. And the good thing about New Orleans is that I can go get something to eat anytime I want. So there is not a, you know, there's a lot of places to eat. It still takes a lot of your time out to go to the VA. And if you have this negative experience, if you have this negative emotion, of course, you're not going to want to go there, right? You're going to look for other things. And so then you might, you might let your health linger because you're not trying to go to the VA. You may let your health um, get a little worse. And, um, and then finally, when it gets to the point to where you need the help, there's so many other things going on. You might have diabetes now. You might have... Uh, all kinds of stuff going on. So what I'm asking them to do is just be nice. And I want to help you out. VA, listen, I appreciate the contracts that I have with you. I don't want to burn that bridge. I want to help you out. Have your staff be nice to veterans. That's it. Have your staff be nice to veterans. And you can come to my practice. You want to work on these things, VA? Send Fernando Rivera, the, the head of the VA in New Orleans. Send him to my office. And I'll, I'll help you understand just what being nice can do to vets. Uh, if you want to send Donovan, who's one of the reps at the VA, send him to my office. I can have you understand what being nice is. Because I really believe that Fernando wants a great working VA. I've heard good things about him. I've seen him on social media. I've seen him in, um, I've seen him on LinkedIn. And I really believe Fernando Rivera at the New Orleans VA wants the VA to be better. I don't think he's aware of everything that goes on, honestly, on the ground level. I don't think the patient advocates and the patient advocate supervisors tell him everything that's going on because I really think he wants well. And if they told him what's going on and he wants well, then he's not doing that. So I choose to believe that he doesn't know what's going on yet. But if you want to know, Fernando, come to my office over here in Covington and we can talk about this. Um, There's another way. Have them have a certain greeting. Start being nice to people. Smile at them. Compliment them. Find the reason to ask about their day. Tell the vet, hey, that's a great LSU shirt you have on. Oh, that's a great, that's a that's a wonderful hat you're wearing there, or whatever it is. Or like I got some compliments. That's a that's a, a, a great mask. When I go to the grocery store, I get those compliments. That's a great mask you got there. Or that's a great gator net. Just if every patient advocate would give one veteran one compliment to start their conversation off, that would help out. Because I really believe that we show respect. Even even if they didn't earn it yet, right? Just show respect out the gate, and that's going to open that that conversation up to other respect. So these are some ways that we can start developing positive interactions with others. Just be nice to people. Until you and I talk again, I just want you to be nice to people. Please, veterans, be nice to the staff. Staff, be nice to veterans. Physicians, be nice to veterans. Veterans, be nice to the physicians. And physicians and staff at the VA, if a veteran has a question, they're not being combative. They just have a question. They want to know what you're planning on doing with them. They want to know what you're planning on achieving in the meeting. They want to know what the procedure is, and they want to know that they have the rights to say yes or no. I know I have the rights to say yes or no. So I'm going to take those rights and decide what's best for my health care. 
but not every veteran does because of the fact that in the military, a lot of times you went to the doctor and you just you just accepted what they were saying. You accepted the treatment plan. You accepted those Motrins. You accepted that that ace bandage and that that issue for quarters for three days. Or you know what? We think that you need to take you take the four wisdom teeth out before deployment. Okay, go ahead. And they remove your wisdom teeth without saying, do you want to think about this? Without saying anything. So you have a choice. And that's the, that's the point of this whole podcast today is veterans. You have a choice in your healthcare. Learn to ask questions. Learn to be okay saying, I would like to think about it and learn to be respectful to them and also demand them that they are respectful to you. So if, it, if they're not respectful to you, if they're, if they're doing things and you start to feel uh, upset, ask for the patient advocate. That's, that's all you can do, right? So I don't have any businesses to talk about today because no one has tweeted me or emailed me, but I do want to talk about veteran businesses out there. So if you have a veteran's business that you want me to talk about, please send it to me at vet underscore therapist at Twitter, info at freedomwithintherapy.com on email or Freedom Within Therapy on Facebook. And I will get your business shout out out there to the masses. I don't know who the masses are, but I do know that there's one guy that listens to me quite often. And so I give George a shout out. So shout out to George uh, over in California. So thank you for listening to me. I will talk to y'all next time. Y'all stay good. Stay safe. Enjoy your day. I'm going to go watch some baseball tomorrow. My son plays first base, and he's getting pretty good at it. Take care of yourselves. Enjoy yourself. Bye-bye.